Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting presents the state of African Americans in pro wrestling with your host, DJ Impact and Simon Street. All right, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I am DJ Impact and I got Simon Street here with me and we're excited because we have another panel. You know, Simon Street, before I get going, I know you see the, uh, you know, the, the fire in the background. Apparently, I, I'm not at the studio where I'm normally at. Uh, I don't have a, my microphone. I don't have my board. I don't have anything, man, but I, I'm going to make everything work tonight. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Because I was a little concerned, man, because like you was about to, you know, start singing some I'll Be Sure or something like that or like some <laughs> Jodeci. It's going to be a whole nother type of uh, panel. <laughs> That's right. Uh, awesome. All right. Let me introduce our panel that we have for us this evening. I'm very excited. We finally got ourselves our first African American woman on the show, Queen Estrella. And she represents out there at FSW, Knox Pro versus Super Beats. She's doing her thing out there. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Just Excitings, he is the Blue Collar Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. How you doing, boss? Two years. How you doing, man? Two years? Two years I've been the Heavyweight Champion there. Ain't so. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Next, we got JDX with us. Now, he is a graduate of the Academy and the Nightmare Factory, but he's wrestled also on AEW Dark, and he's with us, hanging with us tonight. How you doing, JD? X. I'm hanging in there, man. I'm hanging in there. And tonight, the D and Justin D. Xavier actually stands for Don't You Dare Listen to Any Other Podcast Other Than The Vegas Bad Boys. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm chilling here in the closet. This is my first time doing a podcast here in my closet. My uh, oh, wow. living room is preoccupied. That's typically where I do my podcast. But okay, try something new. <laughs> You know, sometimes the closet is a is a safe place, you know? <laughs> Unless you are Kelly. <laughs> and next we got with us, Mr. Malik. Now, he's part of Culture, Inc. He's been the tag champ for Generation Champion Wrestling and Booker T's Reality Wrestling with Culture, Inc. member Eli Knight. He's also wrestled for CZW. Uh, platinum and also he's the platinum weight champion the gold wrestle speeding champion as well and he's also wrestled on aew dark how you doing malik good how's it going good man thanks for being on the show thanks for having me all right so we're talking about the state of african americans with professional wrestling this is our third episode if you heard our other two uh you know how this goes you may hear some of the same questions you may hear different questions you're definitely going to get a different take because like i say now we have queen estrella with us and we can't wait to get her thoughts on some things so with that simon street i'm gonna let you as always kick off the first question for our panel and we'll go from there all right ladies and gentlemen uh gonna go ahead and shoot the first question and we'll kind of go in a series of order to kick off this one question the question as you see for the people watching at home the state of african americans in professional wrestling today for each one of you panels what do you think? Do you think that where we have come thus far, whether it be major promotions or whether it be in the indie circuit from state to state, do you feel that we have gained some ground in our perspective, the way things are being booked, 
the different spots that maybe have been filled in, whether it be behind the camera, maybe in a little bit of creative. Do you feel that we have captured some ground to provide a better representation of the African-American wrestler in America or in pro wrestling today? So I'm going to go ahead and shoot with you, Strella, since you are the oh, lady in the group. Ladies go first. Ladies <laughs> go first. So we're going to hit you up first. Um, I think that the current state for people that look like me in professional wrestling, I think that it's evolved. But I definitely think that it could get better, especially like on the indie circuit, like showcasing more black talent than what we have now like we have some pretty good talented black wrestlers out there and um <clears throat> black women that are killing it on the indies but there's so much more that people haven't seen like there's so many others that people haven't seen and like we have wwe we got bianca belair who's like skyrocketed and then we have naomi as well and i think that i me personally i don't like how they're booking naomi and it kind of like I don't want to make it a um, complexion thing, but like I think that Naomi's skin complexion is what's what's I don't want to say keeping her back, but um, is what is putting a hold on her because as anyone knows, like darker complected black people don't get as much attention as someone who's lighter you know and I just think that with Naomi's talent and like her athleticism like she should be way more at the top than where she is now but there's definitely a lot more to be seen within the black community especially like on indies and that was my take (laughs) <laughs> so we'll go ahead and pass that same question over to Malik if you wouldn't mind answering the same uh post question. Okay. Um to, to hop on what she was saying as well. I mean, it definitely has evolved, but definitely needs a lot of work as well still. Um representation in the past few years definitely has uh grown exponentially with us. And um I mean, I I can keep going and going, but to be honest with you, she basically covered all bases for me. So I got you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You know, um, we've. I'm assuming that most of you guys has probably have watched wrestling since you were a kid. Uh, I guess I can kind of put an age on myself when I I started watching. Right when uh, the the hype of Hulk Hogan in the uh, in the late '80s, and um, you know, don't ask me now if I'm a Hogan fan, but I'm just saying back in the day when I was a kid, uh, you know, I was definitely a Hogan fan. Uh, but at the time, you know, it was very uh, it was very difficult to see representation of myself, uh, you know, outside of maybe Kamala or. Uh, or, or Coco Beware. Uh, and then when we have them, we didn't necessarily have any champions at all. Uh, now, as we go in through the 80s and through the 90s, you know, you know, finally we 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 do get the we do get the rock who, who comes through there. But there seems to be this kind of a um 
at least up to, I would say, up to, I guess, 2018, if you want to stay about there. There has just not been a lot of champions that we've seen come through, both men and women, from all promotions. That's not saying we haven't had any, but we haven't seen a lot. Where is the where is the struggle in, in trying to find the black champion through professional wrestling? Where, where do you think that is? I'm gonna start over with you, JDX. What do you see? What do you see when you you see that there's and, and again, I, I know as of recently, there seems to be a little bit, especially coming better with WWE within the last few years. Still some improvement I think needs to be made. Yeah. Uh AEW, I still think is lost <laughs> when it comes to that. That's just my take. But what what do you feel about the aspect of not not seeing a lot of that through the time of the height of pro wrestling? So that's a very touchy subject for me. Um, not just because of um, the complexion of my skin color, but like I'll, I oftentimes struggle with that question. I ask myself that question. Often I'm like, is it a talent thing? Um, because I'll I'll keep it a book. I'll keep it a Giannis, as I like to say. Please as do. corny as that is. Um, there are some guys like that are black that I don't like think have like the same um, like skill set as certain mm-hmm. other wrestlers that aren't of color. I'll just keep it a buck. Like there are some like um former WWE champions that I've seen that I wasn't personally that into. Not to say that they're not talented, um, because there's definitely been um, champions in the past that um, weren't of color that I wasn't into. So I don't always try to make it like a color thing. I try to make it, I try to think about it like as a talent thing. Um, If I'm keeping it a book, like I said, um, I think that, people that aren't of color i think they get more leeway with like the ability to not talk you know what i mean they they don't have to be the most charismatic but when you're black like damn it, you got to be charismatic you got to be able to work like you got to have it all you know what i mean you got to right. have like what they call like you got to be like a five to a player basically you got to be like the booker t's of the world you know the rock depending on where you fall mm-hmm. on that line you know what i mean um you know that's up for debate whether or not he's you know black or whatever the case um but yeah you i feel like you got to be able to do it all whereas like you know if you're white you know you could be lacking in certain departments so i don't you know just to go back what you just said i don't why is that a debate is the rock black his father is black is right (laughs) am i I confused on that was rocky johnson not a black man absolutely (laughs) i mean let me jump in on that one if it's okay uh, yeah, when you're done, Jake. Because I'll be real with you. I've been yeah. one to say it because <laughs> uh, real talk. I've been one to say it because at the end of the day, it's all depending on what you represent. So for me, I'm from Louisiana, right? In Louisiana, I'm I'm considered what's Creole, right? And there's a whole bunch of mixture in there, right? But I represent myself as a black man. You know, yeah. everybody in my family is black. If you get yeah. to know me, you're going to know, okay, this brother is black. Now, I have some relatives that are Creole that chose a different type of culture preset. And that's just how they carry themselves and bless their heart for that. I'm not saying that the, that the rock ain't black. I ain't got his genomes. I ain't test him on ancestry.com and nothing like that. But I will tell you in the WWE, 
they up until recently and almost recently this month because the last two weeks in wwe they're pushing extra hard on rocky johnson uh mm-hmm. on them the, the promo videos they was pushing extra hard on the mavia trilogy and rightfully so to a certain degree that is a great lineage of wrestling dynasty all right but long time ago when the rock first came out they wasn't pushing extra hard on rocky johnson's son you see what i'm saying it wasn't until the hall of fame they really started pushing that's just me I ain't got no problem. Somebody can call me. I'll give you my number on the line. You can call me and debate all you want. I'm just being real. So that's why sometimes when you heard people talk about the first black champions and they said, well, The Rock. All right. Well, okay. The Rock. That's the reason why you would hear that versus a Kofi Kingston versus a Bobby Lashley versus a Big E. Do you see what I'm saying? I respect so, that. Yeah. That, that's just my opinion when it comes sure. to that. Um. Justix, <laughs> let me let me move over to you. Um, I know JDX was just saying, "Hey, is it is it really color or is it talent?" Let's let's look recently. Uh, Biggie, everybody wanted to see Biggie to have this awesome run. They wanted him to separate himself from New Day. Uh, they wanted him to um, to just become that ultimate champion that we know that he can be. <clears throat> Yet he becomes that champion. And from the time he got that belt to the time he lost that belt, he pretty much had no wins. He lost to uh, any match that he was up, tag team or or individual. I mean, he did not show to be a strong champion. And then he had the nerve to pin him quickly by the same guy who actually pinned Kofi. What does that mean? Is that should I then look at Biggie mm-hmm. as maybe he's not really a, as much as a champion as we thought we were? Or he not really to is- mention DJ. Sorry to yeah, interrupt, please, man, but I gotta throw yeah. this in there. Not to mention please. the fact that uh, I believe this is when the whole fiasco of Big Swole went down, right? When yeah, TK, I, 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 yeah, it was right. that same. It was like the same day or the day before, and it just that really hurt me. I was just like, fuck, like that's right. If I go to WWE, am I like? less of you know less of a, a man a black man or if i go to AEW, like fuck does that make me less of a black man you know what i mean it really had me right. discombobulated mentally it was sad for me personally yeah, yeah like that whole deal i i honestly feel like that uh that choice you know to put biggie on top was fan service like, yeah yeah like it was just a okay shut up Type thing, and, <laughs> and now we're waiting until Brock chooses to sign or come back. Okay, you know, type spill. It really wasn't meaningful. It had no heart to it. Had no substance. It's kind of like when you, like, the whole synopsis of that was to give Big E the the wheel, so to speak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can't give him the car title, but not want to let him drive as well. You know what I right. mean? Understood. Like, so it that's pretty much what they did. They're like, okay, yeah, you can have the car, but you cannot have what it means to get to A to B no more. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like his rise was just right until they, until they can make up their mind, saying, okay, uh, we we feel they should be satisfied, and then they change their opinion. Yeah, you know, got it off of him, and. To be honest, I feel like the industry itself, like big leagues, small leagues, it's it has evolved, but they've grown really good to typecast us really well. 
So it's like they try to cover up the typecasting with mm-hmm. little breadcrumbs. You know what I mean? Sure, and for sure. Me personally, I, I find it disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I think corny and tasteless. I think a lot of that has to do with uh, people like us not really being in the driver's seat as far as writing, as far as booking, as far as being an owner in a promotion, as far mm-hmm. as even having, you know, percentage in a promotion. They literally just cast you as, you know, back in the day, so to speak, we were dancers. You know what I mean? But the low level way of having us dance was okay, the low level way is you're a street dancer, right? And the man would walk past you and throw little coins at you. Mm-hmm. You know. But how they made us feel better about being typecasted was that they started putting us in plays, movies, and st- but they were still typecasting us. Mm-hmm. Still. Yeah. So they were just trying to give us little cookie breadcrumbs with like titles, but it's not still not the same thing. So you if, know, I, so, could, if yeah, I could add on to that, oh, go ahead. it's... I I uh, totally agree because this is what I tell people that also at times is that it it when it's popular people are promoted and I, if you see like all these things that go around the world where it's specifically involving black people you can't tell me that the idea of monetize uh, excuse me making money out of it didn't come across the table you know what I'm saying and sometimes. I might, you know, call me the cynic, but I feel like that outweighed more than, hey, we're looking to promote him just for the benefit of whatever it may be, you know? Right. Because he's good or he or she is good. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like it's coming down to money. Like, and then when you can't make no more money out of it, oh, it's toss it, you know? It's funny. It was not funny, but it's interesting that you say it like that, because when I think of like a Brock Lesnar, right, from the business standpoint, WWE has shown us when he rolls through and me and Impact talk about this all the time. If we know a pay-per-view is coming up and Brock Lesnar goes, okay, who's dropping? Who's dropping the belt for his ass? Because he ain't coming in there just to do a one-off match. He ain't like Goldberg. He ain't going to go and lose. That's my foreshadowing for what's going to happen. But anyways, (laughs) at the end of the day. Brock Lesnar come in because he's a big draw. He's a money. Brock is almost booked in the same type of way. So it's whoever's holding the belt is going to lose it. My question is, is who do we have that represents us who's who's treated and given the same opportunity? And then my second question, if anybody wants to jump in, does that have a lot to do because we don't have writers? We don't have proper representation. We don't have people who can write for us and say, hey, besides of what you have done for years, one, two, three, four, five, Maybe there's a whole expansive outside of that box that goes up to like 12, 15, 20, 50 different variations because it shouldn't be just we held back by, you know, just what they want to say. Oh, well, we've only done this and this for a couple of years. Well, no, there's a lot more complexities to us because it's much, much more than our shades of color. We got personalities. We got different backgrounds. We got different culture. I, I mean, y'all tell me how you feel about that. Well, I'm, also- oh. I'm sorry. No, no, ladies first, by all means. I also want to add on to uh, what Justex said about the um, booking and then how they basically how they make it convenient because that's exactly how I felt 
when it was Kofi's time, and it was like, oh, well, the fans are behind Kofi, so let's put the belt on Kofi. Or when everyone was on Naomi, they're like, oh, Na- this is Naomi's hometown. Let's just give her the belt. We'll give her a little. But when she, and I used to watch Total Divas, and there was a point where she had the belt, and she was like, well, I want to make the belt more like me. Like, my theme is glow. So yeah. she put the glow, like, she made the belt glow. And they had the biggest issue with that. And I'm just like, like, why? <laughs> like, this is a part, like, why not? <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's, they, 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 all right. So I feel like when it comes in wrestling and entertainment, but we're talking about wrestling, I feel like they look at black people as like a cookie cutter in a way. Like, they could, like, this is only like three models of us. That's it. Just da, 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 and go through, you know? And then, um, and then you know, with MVP is a perfect example of what happens when there's a black creative mind there. Because look at Bobby Lashley from the stories from when he first came back into WWE to when he became the Almighty. Yeah, it was like a big 180. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because MVP was at the helm of it, and he knew how to direct it. And then not only did MVP bring him up, he brought up Shelton Benjamin. And Cedric Alexander as well. Sure. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I, I, I'm. Ever since the first time it happened, I'm still tight that the hurt business broke, because I feel like that would that that was a golden damn stable. Like yeah. that was the fucking yes. team. Like, right. and for them to turn their back on each other, it just shows like the cookie cutter part. Yeah. Oh, you're at the top. Yeah. Uh, I can put you down, crabs in the barrel type bullshit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This got That's just, that goes with the stereotype too. Like, oh, well, black people can't do things together, so let's break them up. Destructive. <laughs> they they tear themselves down. Like, yeah, it, it, like I said that whole booking, like, really, it's insulting. Like, when you just break it down with an intelligent African American black person, whatever, however you want to, you know, put yourself out there, it's an, it's an, it's insulting. Like you're like that's like saying. You, know, you wonder, like, why are they putting so many liquor stores in the ghetto? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like metaphorical insults. You know what it means to me. So, like, it's it's difficult to deal with when you see that on a platform that are, that's reaching millions of people who already have bias thought on us in general. So, agreed. Yeah, agreed. You know what's a that, that that's very interesting too that we're kind of discussing. We're talking about you know people behind the scenes, and particularly with MVP. Now I've been following Bobby Lashley MVP even way back in TNA, and that's where really that brainchild started because it was uh, MVP, um, Kenny King, and mm-hmm. it was uh, Bobby Lashley. And I forget the name of the group. Man, it's crazy because I just escaped my mind. But they was on fire. They were on fire in TNA for a long stint of time. So when, and I remember I was telling Impact, when MVP first showed up, I was talking about, before they had mentioned uh, Alexander and, um, what you call it? Uh, Yeah, Benjamin. uh, Being part of the Hurt Business, I was like, man, they need to bring Kenny King. I was talking about, bring Kenny King in. Bring him in. Because for me, I wanted to see what was done. But do you think that when you think of like, people in writing and i'm also going to put out another name because he also was involved in the creative side for a time paul Heyman. for sure what if we allowed what if we had more paul Heyman's, but like an mvp or someone of that like that would be able to advocate for us other than being an advocate on tv 
but yeah. advocate for us in giving us that platform on a broader base. Yeah, I would keep them separate because I mean MVP genius and Paul Heyman genius. Mm-hmm. They you know they I mean obviously you know race is separate between those two, but mentally wise too was on point. I mean, granted, I grew up some I grew up in ECW era as well, but I didn't really watch it as much. But Paul Heyman knew what he was doing and how to book. Yeah. But I mean, if I'm if I'm wrong, please correct me. But from what I noticed, it was like he was always a genius with this stuff. So with him helping turn around the WWE with his creative idea, well, excuse me, with the WWE turning around with their ideas for black wrestlers, I I wouldn't put it past him that he had a big hand in it as well. Yes, but even like in ECW, like I was watching ECW, I would stay up late until my mom went to sleep and then I would be sitting in front of, you know, then you know, so like even though Paul, like he had a lot of, you know, workers that were our color, but still there, even there, how many were champions, like world champions? Damn, that's true. I feel like only now he's, he's where he's not really in the position of the high chair no more. So he can sit down with the common folk, see how we see how we've been literally all these years. We just don't really have anybody to speak for us. And like then he's like, oh my god, you're really good. That's you know what I mean. Like oh, it's like that. It's like yeah. that one. It's like when a college goes out of the rich place that they're in, like UCLA, goes to Compton, sees a good football player. You're like oh, you guys are really good out here. You guys really <laughs> can play football. You know, like that's yeah. that whole concept to me. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, you should have just had your eyes open, not had like a certain complex or been used to doing things a certain way and if you were really eye to eye with us there would have there, there would have been a black champion in East Dutton. that that matter not that's right you're right you down you down I right. love that example <laughs> I love that that's example. very good that is a good example. <laughs> like he was so, brought down the pillar like where the people who are in the position of power are right now you know what I mean like He's not them no more. So now he's down here with us, and he's like, okay, oh, you know, now he gets to see us for what like we actually are on a daily basis. You got to travel with us now. You got to work with us. You get paid like us. Mm-hmm. Now you see what we do. Now you see what we go through. Now you see, it's like somebody who like like a rich person lost all their money and was sent back to the ghetto and then yeah. kind of like <laughs> live like us for a little while, you know. So I don't, it I see I see how you know people like that are like yes like they're supporters mm-hmm. but usually it takes something for it takes them to lose something for them to realize them mm. that's, that's true right, huh? yeah that's true so how about that question then let me pose that question to you what will it take wwe to lose to really have that opportunity to maybe get some to do some reflecting and to do some contemplating on, maybe just let's put it like this across the board on, let's look at, and I talked to Impact about this today. Let's start putting some real money and some real people in charge of our booking and our writing. Not necessarily, you talked about cookie cutter earlier, not just people who know wrestling, mix it up with people who don't know wrestling, but know how to write. Mm-hmm. 
people who, who who have cultural competency, not just somebody that's from you know, I, and I'm probably gonna get in trouble for stereotyping someone that might be from just Ohio or Kentucky or something. You know, have it be somebody who is well-rounded as much as possible. Do you see what I'm saying? Would for that sure. be helpful? What would you think need to be lost? And I, I want WWE. If you take on WWE, I want you to take on AEW. Even though they just kind of starting and trying to gain ground. Impact Wrestling, ROH. Well, ROH ain't doing nothing right now, but maybe they've lost enough. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, anything could be your own local town if that's the case. What do y'all think? I would just like to go back for a second to uh, what he said about with his example that he used. Uh, someone coming to like coffee and be like, oh, you guys can't play because that is so that's like the realest thing I've ever heard because that's facts. Because black people are some of the strongest, some of the um, smartest people like the at like our athleticism is like out of this world. For sure. But, what they've done to us is they put us in this box and they said, okay, well, we're going to have the black people. We're going to have them have hardships. We're going to give them bad education and we're just going to sit them there and they're not going to like, we're going to make it hard for them to succeed. But someone who's white, they're like, oh, well, you get this, you get the college education, you get all of the sports, you get whatever you want. And uh, just remember not to let any black person get above you. That's kind of like what it feels like like being like black in this world because like they don't they don't make it easy for us and that's what that's the barrier in wrestling as well because like when i tell you i've seen some black talented wrestlers that are like i'm like why are they not signed (laughs) like like what's going on (laughs) why are they not signed but you have a person who i don't want to say it but i'm saying Someone who's trash and cannot work, and they will book them, and they're all over the flyers and everything. But you'll have that one black person who's not booked, and they're like, "I'm just like, like, what's going on here?" Queen <laughs> Shella, you're you're welcome to name names here if you want. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Oh no, I don't like y'all want me to name no names because <laughs> I really don't got no filter. I'm just trying to be good. <laughs> Well, see, that's just it. We already said in the beginning, there is no filter. We, we, it leaves the door. So by all means, if you're going to name somebody, go and name it. No, well, I'm you know. going to be good today. <laughs> Maybe next time, though. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there because that was like, that example was perfect. Just How hard is it as indie wrestlers because i and and if i'm wrong on this let me know i would assume that your goal is to make it on into the professional wrestling that's one of the top three companies that's out there on a regular basis signed uh being done uh, being on tv regularly how hard is it from where you guys are at now being seen and somebody saying hey I'm gonna be. I'm gonna talk on your behalf, work on your behalf to get you on that next level. How difficult is that for you oh guys? Oh my God! Can I can I start this? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh my gosh! Like it's, uh, it is like in a way, it's like the craziest vortex of sorry, part of my friend's bullshit. They serve us. Like, it's like they will only, like, boost you 
as long as they can like still keep in their circle. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. it goes from that that aspect where like there can be a, a promotion or a circle of friends that get the, you know, they look out for each other. Mm-hmm. But then or they only book specific people. But then Oof. in order to get in that circle, you have to pretty much grovel or be or Freaks. be their quote unquote bunk monkey. You know what I mean? So it's like you really have to, it sucks because unless you really like, you know, brown nosing, you're it's you're the kind of like already like fighting a okay, you're not with me, then you're against me, so you gotta show me what you're worth. Mm-hmm. You gotta work hard, you gotta mm-hmm. let me see you triple backflip six thirty centon and <laughs> laying on your feet. Yeah. It's like, bro, like I've trained at the New Japan Dojo. You're booking people who who've only booked like trained down the street. I've trained with Jake Roberts. You're booking people that are training their brothers. You know what I mean? Like, like there's like I lift literally have to go states over to yeah. like feel accepted at certain places. You know what I mean? Like it sucks. Like when like. You have like a, especially, I don't know how it is like in your guys' area, but in the Pacific Northwest, it's kind of like a, there's a big guilty by association type thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, just because I'm very loyal. So if you book me, I'm going to work for you. I don't care if you don't like this person. I don't care if you don't like this person. I don't care if this person doesn't like you. You book me, I'm there. Mm -hmm. And out here, it's like, oh, oh, you're with this person? Guess what? Bloop. There goes your bookings from one promotion, or wow. these two promotions are working together, so they don't like this promotion, so they're double your your bookings, or you know, it's like it's like a spider web of freaking domino effects when it comes mm-hmm. that we have to like work our way through. Like it's hard to really get someone to genuinely right. support you, yeah, without them trying to like hold you back. Because they, it's like a the crab in a barrel. Like they're forcing us in a barrel, like we're crabs when that's not even a crab's natural habitat. Mm-hmm. So we're acting outside of ourselves, trying to grovel for a position mm-hmm. that we don't need to grovel for. Mm-hmm. Oh, you all that tonight? For real? We going to church. That's literally what I'm going through, bro. Like, sorry, I'm sorry if I'm talking a lot or you know, like oh go ahead. Like it's our month, man. It's our month. I need to say this. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, but yeah, like they, they force us to try to act not like ourselves. Yeah. So they feel like they have some sort of like hand in creating whatever mm-hmm. they choose to put out. You know, it's like it's like WWE will not really push you till they feel like you're a product of them. Then they'll push you. Mm-hmm. Like it's a control. Kevin Owens trying to become like a WWE guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he, you know, like now he's Kevin Owens to the point where he's like freaking like resigning, but he's a whole Caucasian, so he's not really you know he doesn't really apply. So do you, when you guys, so when you guys look at how Carbello Hayes is being booked, do you not think that's him at all? You got you think that's WWE written all over him, or they're or they're in the process of making him what they want him to be? Because it, it's kind of it, he almost seems natural what he's doing with him yeah. and Trick. I mean, it really seems like <laughs> in so many ways, like they don't 
not having too much control, but maybe there is. I don't know. I feel like WWE said, hey, we're going to let you have reigns on your creative as long as you're bringing the money back. Mm-hmm. As soon as that money stopped, hey, we're going to take that control right back from you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when I, was- I looked at, when I saw the barber shop scene the other day, they ran, I was pretty shocked. Yeah. Um, that was, that's, that's, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we talk. No, that's sure. how it is at the shop. And I'm like, that's too, that's right where we at. I was shocked that they ran that. Yeah, no, for sure. I was going to say that DJ, um, oh, okay. had a question came up about, you know, who's, um, or maybe you guys already did, um, ask that question. Like who's, who do we feel like is representing us? Well, whatever the case, um, I was definitely going to say Carmelo. I was going to say, um, probably Sasha Banks, uh, Bianca Belair, just to name a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're somewhat authentic. Uh, definitely like that barbershop skit. I was going to say that for sure. Yeah. Um, I was on the podcast last night and I brought that up. Like, damn, I wish I would have thought of that damn skit. Like, obviously, <laughs> I'm on a right. weekly episodic TV show, but that's fucking, that's hot, that, that barbershop thing. So they definitely need to keep running with that because that's relatable. Like you said, DJ, that's, yeah, that's, you know what I mean? That's, that's the culture right there. Mm-hmm. Talking in the barbershop and shit. That's, that's dope. Well, I, I, Listen, I don't know what's going on there with NXT, but a lot of the music that they run, there's, let me put it this way. There's a lot of our culture that's being used in NXT. I'm just going to put that out. I was just about to say it. Appropriation, (laughs) appropriation, appropriation. (laughs) I'll be loud as hell and say it. Appropriation. Let's just have that. That's the word for the day. (laughs) But, but, But even if that's the case, what makes me wonder is, because I don't know this, is there is one of us over there doing that, or are we the one that's controlling that, or is that somebody that's going, um, you know, I know what they like. I let me do this, and yeah. I, I know what they like. Yeah. That's what I'm. Sure. That's what I want to know that I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's the case. Honestly, I feel okay. like I feel like it's like a high school. Like NXT feels so like. I don't know if y'all are into like comic books or anything, uh, but there is like a, a show for like X Men. It was called X Men Evolution. I feel like that's what NXT has become, like a like a high school version of like pro wrestling, and it's like I don't know, just like like you said, the appropriation. Damn, I can see that, JD. Yeah, bro. Like it's it's like the youth movement, bro. Like they're listening to rap, and they got a lion. I forget her name. uh, Something lions and shit. Like she's a dancer. Oh yeah, Nikki Uh, Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think. Like, question. So, what? How do you feel that they got rid of Hit Row but brought that in? Mm. Yo, mm. that's a good point. Yo, I was pissed. So disrespectful. I was pissed, but because, because, they had I, a quota. because I feel like my it's bad. Oh, here's the deal. I don't know if it was so much the fact that that it was them or 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 quota of just the fact that I really think there's probably some issue, you know, some, <coughs> some family issues going on with the McMahon and Triple H, you know, because he just he just got rid of everybody from there. He just tossed out anyone that yeah. was over the gold and black brand. That's a whole nother story, you know. And 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 unfortunately, Hit Row just happened to be a part of that. You and know, if that was a business creation, then of course it would have been just great. Say that again. I'm sorry. And they had just got like moved up to main roster, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it was only on SmackDown. Like released them, like that was crazy. Crazy. That shit. Like WWE one million dollars. 
in 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 their first run. Yeah, I remember that. Really? Who did? They, they made Hit Row Hit Row alone. The the really? stable made WWE a million dollars. Really? Wow. Let me ask you this question real quick, because because uh, I don't I'll stir this whole pot up. What <laughs> happens? What happens when we get too acclaimed? Not the one from AEW, but uh, what happens when we get too acclaimed? When we pull too much eyes? When our merch is doing way too well and we not the new day? Is that the reason why they wanted to uh, put a leash per se and constraints on Hit Row? I think so. Or other groups? I'm just being real. I think yeah. so. I think that's, that's why they put a leash on a lot of black athletes because they know the like I say it goes back to like the power that black people hold inside. Like they don't want that. They don't want little black kids to see that black people can succeed at something. They want them to see them at the drugstore or like uh in gangs. They want them to see them doing all the bad. They don't want them to see black people. Let succeed. me ask let me ask you this though, Strella. Do you still think that that's the case? even if they're bringing in tons of money. In other words, they still rather see us not looking good on camera than to accept millions of dollars being brought in from us. Is that what you're saying? Because the thing is, if we're bringing in like what Justic said, where Hit Row had a million bucks, mm -hmm. then why then why then would you let that go? If it's about the money. I don't think it was about the money, because like if the like mm -hmm. if you if you like rethink about that question, like they just brought in a million dollars on their first like run, why would you let them go? Like why would you cut them after you just moved them to the main roster? It just doesn't make sense, unless there was something so like internally yeah. that happened backstage or whatever. Like I just don't yeah. see the logic in it, because if you're bringing me money, like I'm keeping you, like you. What you want to do? <laughs> well, I well think let me like ask. You. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say it's kind of like the Zack Ryder thing, the Mac, um, the Matt Cardona's thing. Like you know what I mean? He got over authentically, like on his own, mm -hmm. kind of. You know what I mean? So I feel like Hero is probably like that. Like while they kind of supported them, maybe you know, Shella, maybe it's a thing where it's like, oh, we expect these motherfuckers to get this over. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. So let's yeah, let's really yeah. back in a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Because they let go of Brandy first, and then mm -hmm. the, the rest of their heads rolled. Yeah. So, I don't know. They have to have a, have to have a leash on this. Oh, yeah. Just mm -hmm. like, uh, just like uh, SummerSlam, Bianca Belair was like, here. Like, here. Oh, and then, like, bruh. Becky Lynch comes back, and it's like, She was another Brock Lesnar. She was, the Bra like, she was another Brock Lesnar. I'm like, yeah. Because Brock Lesnar probably would have done it, but they said, "Oh, Brock Lesnar, you can't f five uh, Bianca Belair though." Yeah, right. <laughs> Bianca <laughs> Belair probably could have picked his ass up though. Right. It's, it's a it's a reminder of, hey, yeah, you can make it, but just remember that we have control at the end of the day. Perfect yeah. example. That's there you go. For sure. That's right there. That's <laughs> that all that was some yep. bullshit. Like, like don't get too excited now. Were public for a reason. <laughs> no, like, and you know what's a good example? One more time, Justix. I said, uh, lashings were public for a reason. You know, they said yeah. they, they sent the message just... to everybody else. You know, yeah. so yeah. like whenever yeah. you see somebody get the rug pulled out of them, that's that's a public message, like saying we control the pages in this book. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. shit's crazy. Follow up story. 
<laughs> and that's why that's why people can't yeah. reach that level of superstardom. Because like you had a person like Bianca Belair. I had my um my girlfriend at the time, she's Asian, and I showed her the uh Sasha and Bianca match like months later after it happened. And she was invested. Like she said that Bianca Belair reminded her of uh, the music artist her and that uh mm. Cardi Cardi B was like kind of like Sasha Banks. So she kind of related to it in that sense. And so I was excited as fuck to like show her SummerSlam. I'm like, okay, like, all right, Bianca Belair, like this that girl, you know what I mean? The one you said to remind you of her. And so then out comes Becky Lynch. And I'm like, oh shit, like this is gonna be fire. Yeah. And then they pulled the rug right from under me. And guess what? She left the room because it's like, oh, <laughs> this fucking Bianca lady that I was kind of getting invested into really ain't worth a damn because she got poorly rock bottom. Yeah. like yeah. get the fuck out of here this it's it's really pissing me off thinking about it because it's like man you know what and let's and let's be real that i want let me throw this out here right quick you know um and and i'm i'm pretty sure i'll i'll i'll, I'll get um uh handled for making such of a of a claim but after watching the last few matches that Naomi has had with Charlotte Flair and, but the definitely the last one she had, if you guys saw on SmackDown, mm-hmm. that right there was a pay-per-view, if not damn near uh main event uh, event. First off, the entire crowd was just into it. Yeah. Um, and Naomi was also showing her, she was, she had to do all the work to show her skills. She didn't botch nothing. She was on point <laughs> and easily could have won that match. Now we knew that with the storyline is going, it wouldn't be. But if you're going to sell me that Ronda, and I have nothing against Ronda, right? But if you're going to sell me your main event is going to be against Ronda and Charlotte, and I and I know that although Ronda's going through training, she still don't have the experience that Naomi has. To me, that would have made a great, that would make more of a great WrestleMania if built up right. Mm-hmm. Then, um, you know, then to run with what they're trying to go with, you know? And so I'm like, so I'm just thinking to myself, it's just, um, it just shows that you can be really good. You can be great like Naomi and still, um, you know, not make it to that that level that you should be. And I, I really was, I mean, if you go back and watch that last match, it was just, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was just it was fire. I mean, they put on about a good fire. 20 minute. It was a it was straight fire. You know, and although I knew what the outcome was going to be, as exciting mm-hmm. as it was, you couldn't tell me that couldn't be a main event. I mean, they main event SmackDown, but I'm telling you, you couldn't make that on, on to one of your big shows. It could have happened. Yeah. But they have to see that. And I don't think they would ever see anyone like Naomi to be at a WrestleMania headlining. It will always be one of the four, you know, yeah. which now Bianca's a part of and Sasha as well. Yeah. So <laughs> let me ask you this, DJ, because I like, I watch Raw and SmackDown um, sparingly. Like I pay attention to certain storylines mm-hmm. and stuff. Right now I'm not really interested with the Roman Reigns and Goldberg thing. Um, love Roman mm-hmm. and what he's doing, but... Um, Sorry, that was a long-winded. Just to ask this question: What is Charlotte doing? <laughs> what is Charlotte doing at um? What is she doing at Elimination Chamber? 
I think she's she's actually she's, in the elimination it, chamber, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. There is a I believe so. Let me double no, check. No, I on thought there's isn't there a tag team match? There might a, be. It's um I, hope not. I think it's Naomi <laughs> and Naomi and Rhonda. Oh, okay. Versus Charlotte and, and Becky. I'm about to say, don't say Becky. Charlotte, I'll try to look that up right quick. But I'll I, be I, attention, y'all. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's uh, this is what they got. They got uh, Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus right. Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Yeah, which right. to me, it's Sonya Deville. Yeah. Which to me is a it, it, no offense, it's a throwaway. Yeah. First and foremost, especially because you in Saudi Arabia where women are definitely not showcased and you're going to give them that. Is that just so you could put all four of them on the card? You could have done something a little bit more amazing than that. For sure. Is this in Arabia? Elimination Chamber? Right. I'll yeah. that too. It is. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be watching at nine o'clock Saturday morning or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. No wonder yeah, yeah. you're very wrestling. Getting that Saudi money. Hell yeah. It goes back to what JDX said earlier about uh, is it talent? Because like we got Ronda Rousey, we got Naomi. Like, is it it, it talent? Like, what is it? Because I would much rather see Charlotte versus Naomi for WrestleMania. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Facts. And I don't want to sound like a coon. Like, I don't want to sound like a, a motherfucking coon saying like, is it talent? Um, nah, there's, just some, there's just some people that I don't be like, I just don't be rocking with like that, that you know what I mean? Get pushes and stuff. But I there are like, some that I feel like that do deserve pushes. One person. So real, that, real, real quick. Uh, sorry about that, Estrella. Uh, you were kind of going, the internet's cutting out just a little bit. Um, we are going to edit some of this out. Mm-mm, it's your Wi-Fi, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, sure, I heard you. He got that dollar. Ah, uh-huh. the AOL. <laughs> Hold on, he reconnected. Wow. Let him reconnect. <laughs> Somebody called in. You over there smoking yeah. this whole time? I'm like, he's smoking his ass off. I mean, <laughs> I'm a big advocate. <laughs> Oh, um, I guess while he's popping, waiting to get back in, it, I, I know my internet was choppy, but it's it's been all right now, so that that's definitely got to be his. Um, so let me let me let me let me go here for a second. So we've talked about because we could spend all day talking about WWE and and be and granted, no matter what, they do have a lot of black talent that is on their show that we do see on a regular basis, no matter if we feel they're being represented or not, we do see that. Let's look at another promotion like AEW. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes, we have Jay Cargo as the TBS, but I mean, outside of that, and that just happened, these guys been what, three years now, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen much when it comes to our representation and getting up to that level as well. What about Scorpio Sky? Why is he hanging I'm out with him? You know, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. And and listen, I'm um and and I'm glad they picked up uh you know Jay Lethal because of the ROH thing. I'm a Jay Lethal fan, and um and I'm glad they got Keith Lee. But you know, 
and even Jay Lethal couldn't win that little match, which is a dumb title that for the that WTF title, whatever. But you're telling me that <laughs> FTW, <laughs> yeah, um, FTW. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, they treated like what the fuck title? I know, right? Yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> I was I, actually gonna say that. Yeah, um, like I feel like yeah. Ricky Starks. Um, I believe Ricky Starks is black, right? That man's black, definitely, right? I think he might. I'm about to look that one. He up. mixed. Yeah. I, he's, he's definitely. I think mixed. he's mixed. Yeah, with his hair, he definitely yeah. got to be mixed. Um, but he ain't Cuban. I was going to say... I was going to say Cuban. I mean, shit, he could be. But I was going to say, even with him being a, a POC, a person of color, like, I feel like Ricky Starr's got fucking it. He got everything. That man can wrestle. That man can talk. I feel like he should be on the same level as, like, an MJF. You know what I mean? But, like... Mm. Like, I would love to. I would love to invite you over to uh, the Vegas Bad Boys a podcast on a Sunday, so as you can tell that to my other cohorts, because I said that about a year ago, and really? they looked at me like I was crazy. I said it, he remind me of Mini Rock in some yeah. ways, the way oh, he speaks. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. I was I was with um like I trained with Darius Martin, and that man's a fucking wrestling nerd. Um, but like he was putting me on with Ricky Starks like two years ago before that man like got signed with AEW and shit, and so like he would show me his skits like on the indies and like i was like bro he reminds me of the rock like i lost it because it was just like it was so glaringly obvious that he had that rock factor about him um just the a factor and i don't know maybe it's something that i don't know like behind the scenes as to why he's not getting that type of push um but yeah he's definitely on the level powerhouse hobbs why is it somebody at, as big as him for sure not being also pushed to that level? I'm just confused what they're going on, what they're doing over there when it comes to our talent as well. And you know, I know Jay Cargo's getting a lot of heat right now for uh for being, as they quote, very green and uh, you know, and how they're booking her in her matches. Uh, we know that their women division um you know, is still in some way struggling outside of having Thunder Rosa and, and you know, Mercedes and maybe uh, maybe Britt Baker. But a lot of the other talent they have over there, it's, you know, it's, eh, you know. But the bottom line is where are we at when it comes to moving up there? And why are you thinking about that? I mean, let's contrast that with Impact Wrestling. We do have Moose, right? Moose right now is the Impact champion. Um Impact over time has had uh, their their they've had their uh, lead of black champions. I know uh, Bobby Lashley when he was there, he was also the champion. Our um, uh, Truth or Ron Killings over there have been champion. Um, we had um, uh, Rich Swan. Uh, so uh, you know you could kind of say that Impact has kind of made some moves there, but. Mm-hmm. What's going on with AEW? Let's talk about it. Well, I'll say that I, I gotta say this. You know, a lot okay. of people they they complain about Jade being so green. She got a title and how she's being pushed. But mm-hmm. um, well, I mean, no, no disrespect to this person, mm-hmm. but what's good with Hook? Hey, I mean, they pushing lying. him like a like like he's Ooh. a motherfucking beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you true. Know what I'm it's true. And you know, they say, oh, because of his dad. I'm like, well, his dad had size. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was more believable in life with Hook, you know. And like I said, it's, it's not to put too much light on it or to even like talk down on it, but it's like, yeah. 
if you for like cosmetic wise, you look like like a teenager. Now you know what they look like. You know what I'm saying? Like just throwing motherfuckers around like they just nothing. You know what I'm saying? True. Hey, Malik, Malik, they got a uh, hook. They 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 got hook looking like uh young Goku or no yeah, Gohan in the cell saga. That's what he looked like. Young Gohan in the cell saga. I swear the same two level is whooping everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't even seen my Super Saiyan 2 form. No, not yeah, even. Not even. <laughs> I swear you do. And that's that's why it's like it's my problem when when the people are like oh Jade she's so green or why this and this is like but y'all in the same breath y'all cheering on Hook like oh man he's the next best thing and this dude is green green than dog shit. Nah, he is. That's true. You know? and I fuck with Hook. Hook is uh, yeah, uh, but that's true. But, he is. But how they pushing him is like he's a fucking yeah. beast. Call a spade a spade. You right about that, bro. Yeah. Can I, my thoughts on it. Can I raise a so question? I, yeah. When you kind of um, got to talking about it, I would love, since we have like this platform, I would love to get you guys' opinion on And I'm sorry to drift away from um, AEW, um, but like, what's your guys' opinion on the whole Jordan Miles thing, like the ACH thing with the T-shirt and stuff? I honestly have not. Mm, I remember that. That I was a whole story, that. right? Come again. Oh, that's right. They the black face. The black yeah, face. The lips. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. That oh, one. I think I do remember that. Yeah. Hey, I, I was really I mean, was like, like, I thing with the lips. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah that man was spazzing. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I did. everything, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm with you. I feel like they pushed the line on that to see what they can get. Mm. Yep. Let me look this up. Yeah. You know, I mean, I may be wrong because I wasn't in the creative room when they made it happen, but for sure, maybe looking from the outside in, it's like, really, y'all really gave this man this shirt to rock? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, I wasn't fucking with it. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Me either. Yeah, Me either. I just had to look it back up. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And people was kind of in up arms about that. But he said, hey, I'm going to own it. I mean, y'all making money off of it, but let me own it. So, I mean, even though I don't want to go too deep with Joe, uh, Jordan Miles' shirt, right? Yeah. Like, didn't he come out and say that he was behind the creative with that? No. So or, think, or did they create it? They create. They came, they I believe, created. Hunter, like Triple H came to him and was like, uh, this is the design in um, ACH. Jordan at the time, he was like, no, nah, I'm not fucking with this or something like that. Was that and, what it was? He said he wasn't going to do it? Yeah, I believe oh, so. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And then I believe Triple H or somebody tried to say that he had actually approved it. So it's like a he say, she say type of thing. you yeah. know. So nobody really knows what the truth really is. Because that hit t- almost toward the end of the year. It was like a November or October, mm-hmm. November. Yeah, yeah. And, and then after that, COVID hit. And so, like, all of us was in a different mind frame. And that got shelved. 
And then the Me Too movement started kind of happening, so it mm-hmm. even more got pushed down under the show. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's why everything just went. Yeah, he was yeah. Video in his uh. car. He was videos in his car cussing out the WWE. Okay, now no, I remember yeah. that. Now I remember Don't fucking call me that. That's what, that's what <laughs> 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 That man was spazzing, bro. I was like, oh, shit. let me ask you this question um even not just in um you know wrestling just in your walks of life do you feel that sometimes there are people that's trying to get you to co-sign on some incorrect shit that goes against you know the culture because you know i've had i've had to check quite a few people in in my lifetime that i wasn't cool associated with them but i'd be somewhere and Mm. you know they would use the n-word like nah bro that ain't cool Like, like straight up, and I'd have to stop them. And there was even one time I was working at a place, and I had a, a supervisor tell me, well, you're not really black. I, I was like, well, I told him straight up, what the fuck does that mean? You, <laughs> and I, I, I told him, I almost got in trouble. If I could call Impact about this shit. There's many years, man, I was working for that company that that, mm-hmm. that you see in uh, NXT. People oh, that yeah. supply their uniforms, I want to call their name out, <clears throat> CentOS. And uh, he had basically oh, told me that. Yeah, and I told him, I told him straight up, I said, what the fuck do you mean? And he said, well, you don't have to take it all personal. But I said, yeah, I take it personal, because at the end of the day, you're trying to say I ain't black, what, because my skin color white? Or, yeah. or, or or because, you know, I, I'm an educated man? Oh, okay, right. my bad. And I were in on him, almost got in trouble. Have y'all experienced anything like that, whether it be in this industry or even outside of that? And do you see that be something that potentially does happen more often than not, especially if you... All the time. I get told I talk like a white person all the time. Yeah. Hey, the you're you're time. too articulate. Oh, you're very articulate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I know what articulate that. means, but you know, but why? Why the fuck are you tell me that? You won't tell the next man that next me that same yeah. uh, thing, you know? Or if you say something smart or like something that's like educated, and then they tell you they try to make like you're stupid, like. Yeah, like you're not supposed, like you're wrong. Like no, like I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like I get told I don't talk like I'm from Chicago. I'm just like, bruh. Like, what, what am I supposed to talk? Or when they say you don't talk, you don't talk yeah. black. Like what? Yeah. What, am I, what am I supposed I'm, to talk like? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I feel like with the, it's it's a it's a form of control mm-hmm. because then hey, they want to still be able to, to say. Oh, you can't, or you can, you know, and it's just, it just goes along with it. Just, I do, you know. And I just want to bring up stereotypes and um, storylines right now because last year I had a promoter try to put me in a storyline. Now my character is a bougie back. Bitch, and he's like, Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, he's like, I'm thinking of having you, like, whether it's a joke or not, it was just like, No, but he's like, Yeah, I'm thinking of having you, like, have a storyline with a baby daddy, and I'm like, Absolutely, the right, fuck not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do I look like? Like, I'm not the racial like, undertone in that one, yeah. yeah. I'm like, No, like, oh, because I'm black, you want me to be a baby mama, but what about yeah. the other girls? Like, what about them? Like, why can't they be the baby mama? Like, why do I have to be? And it just uh, lazy ass writing right there. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, it's just not. Yep. <laughs> like, Cookie I will cutter. not wrestle until you change your mind. <laughs> like, yeah, it's lazy. Mm. Good for you, for real though. Yeah, like uh, I like that. I want to shift over a little bit 
since we're talking to you, Estrella, with regards to what are some of the things that, you know, black women go through in, you know, wrestling, That's you a know, a lot of, you know, because, because real, because it's one thing for black men to have to go through things, but black women, we already know in our culture, like y'all got to go through so much more in some ways than us, because y'all not even expected in some places, you know, to have to overgo, you know, or overcome some of the hardships you already have. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? And I only want to go into detail about, you know, you had mentioned a little bit earlier, but the brown paper bag test that they used to do back in the day. Yeah, I said it because <laughs> that was right. the shit that they was doing in Hollywood. Right. How do you feel about that? As a black woman in wrestling, it is a little more harder to get yourself out than it would be for someone who's white or Mexican or, you know, because everyone like it goes back to what I said about people being like bad in the ring but then you have someone else who's like extremely good and you're like okay well why isn't this person not oh because this person doesn't look like her like she doesn't have and then you have like the there's been multiple times where in like I tag with Maserati and there's multiple times where we've gone out and we have fans who are yelling at us like oh your wigs trash or there was actually a white lady in the uh uh fan stand talking uh, like when we had a match and she was like oh well my real hair looks better than yours and i was like it like no it doesn't like it's thinning like you look still like i was getting hot (laughs) and then she was like (laughs) she was trying to come at me i was like okay well i see my side and i wasn't gonna really go fight her but i was like i want to see if she's gonna stand outside so i went out front and like all the fans out there like oh my god we were so ready for a fight i'm like i wasn't gonna fight her but like I just wanted to tell her, like, you, you shouldn't say stuff like that. Like, that's yeah. not appropriate. Like, you can't yeah. tell that to a black woman. Like, her hair, and, like, it's too, like, I've grown, like, I took a little hiatus. Like, I'm just not coming back, but I've grown to, like, love, like, who I am as a black woman, like, with my natural hair. And if you guys see me in the ring, like, you'll see me, like, with braids, or I'll have dreads, and, like, sometimes I'll wear a wig, or sometimes I'll have my natural hair. And, like, there was one time where I actually had a little uh, hoop ball when I was wrestling, and it came out and like my natural hair was out. And you know, I, I was just like, okay, and like well, what y'all gonna do? <laughs> and like the fans were I think like, I saw that match. I, yeah, that like the fans yeah, I, I, I saw that match. It. And I was right. like, like, what am I gonna do? Like cry? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just stuff like that. Like we have to keep up with our parents more, and it's just like we just have to work harder than someone who's not like black. For like sure. And that's just like real life too. Like black women, we have it like a lot harder than a lot of women. Can I can I jump in? It's like since it is Black History Month too, you know. In the great words of Papa Pope, what do you tell Olivia? You got to work twice as hard to receive half as much. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's exactly what it's like. Like it, mm-hmm. you got to work so much harder. It. And you can like, and I don't remember who said it, but it's like, oh well, this they expect black people to like have it all. Like, you have to be good on the mic, you have to be athletic, yeah. you have to be strong, and all this stuff. And that's facts I'm because there's people who's like a good wrestler, but they are not good talkers. Like, they facts. can't talk at all, and they're like on TV and doing all this stuff, and it's or like aesthetic mm-hmm. or aesthetically pleasing as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a, it's a lot. It's a lot as black women. Who would you say Strella uh, stands out as far as people that have propelled uh, black women in wrestling forward? Um, that's really have, have done a good job, let's say, to, to, to where 
We still have more room to grow, obviously, but they were pushing in the right direction. Um, I'm going to go and say Naomi because Naomi, to me, like I love Sasha Banks. Like she, I, I'm a Sasha Banks girl, and Bianca Belair, <laughs> love them too, love her too. But Naomi, for in my opinion, is like the representation. Like she will go out, like how I said, I'll go out with my nephew. Like that's why I started doing it was because of Naomi. Like Na- when Naomi came out for the Re- Royal Rumble and she had her natural hair out, like I lost it. I was like, I was like, Naomi can do it. Like what am I scared of? Like I think Naomi is definitely, and I think that she deserves her flowers. That representation. Yeah, love to hear that. So, um, let me ask uh, this question because because it was brought up in our other panels. Two names, and y'all just say y'all opinions about it, good, bad, or indifferent. All right. So the last two panels we did, two names came up a lot. One was Shelton Benjamin, and yes. the other one was R Truth. What is your takes on that? Do you think that they should deserve a push? Do you think why haven't they had a push? Could it be how they representing? Maybe might be holding us back, or maybe it's okay, or maybe they have a part to play. Please speak your mind. Shelton Benjamin had it all. He was the package. I, I don't care. No, I don't care what nobody say. That man should have been world champion like two times over at least by now. You know what I'm saying? From the athleticism to the look to just like how he is, like skill wise, everything. Period. He had the package, but again, at that time, it wasn't popular to push. Uh, black stars, so you know that only went so far for him to reach IC title status, which is not bad in itself, but that was his cap. Our truth, he he can't to this day. I mean, he he been running with them forever. I mean, he's been in the business forever, and then like even through the COVID era, um, what they call in wrestling, um, he helped carry them through that the whole time, not even a world champion, you know, saying you don't think. I don't think that they would take that into consideration to put him at Hall of Fame status, you know, because it's and <clears throat> excuse me, wow, I lost train of thought. Basically, what I'm saying, yeah, you know, uh, what I'm saying is he. I feel like they overlook him for everything he contributed to that company. Uh, you know, what I'm yeah. saying I hope that they don't overlook him when it comes to Hall of Fame status. Nah, that man got to go into the Hall. No, of Fame. He got to. Yeah, he got like, to. it's not a question. Like he's a first a round real. draft pick for yeah. Hall of Fame status. Hell yeah. So, that's my thoughts on those two. I think that our truth is a very smart businessman because this man barely takes bumps and he is getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's barely doing anything. He is getting paid. And I'm just, I respect that. <laughs> like, that's very it. true. Yeah, Shelton. Shelton was actually like one of my favorite wrestlers, bar none. You know, like with. When he was tagging with Charlie, you know, mm-hmm. the world's greatest tag team. And then he, in OVW, when it was him and Brock, you know, so like, I truly feel like even to this day, if you just, I don't, I've always known Shelton's not the best talker. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. And that's what I was going to say. That's, that's, I feel like that's his only drawback. Yeah, you that's someone, it. You give someone to fill that position, world champion, his yep. matches. Speak for themselves. He can make sure. somebody look freaking awesome, and he can make himself look awesome as well. He has the look. Even if they, even if they keep him off TV for a few months, let him come back with a beard and a and a, and a mouthpiece. Boom, 
world champion instantly. The, the world will forget everything that you did with him if you just give him the, the platform, you know? True. And I feel like, uh, you know, our truth I feel like he he's one of those people who's like given a position and just made the most out of it. You know, like, okay, if you want me to play this guy, guess what? I'm going to play this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he just made it work. You know, he went from, and he's like, he's a world champion in teenage, you know, and like. Yeah. First black, excuse me. Excuse me. First black NWA champion. Much respect to him. You know what I mean? So like, there's no reason he shouldn't be like, you know, of course, Hall of Fame, but I would love to see him have a serious, like, upper title run. You know, mm-hmm. show, show like, we can uh, dream. Like the Ron Killings. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like a Ron Killings title run. Like, oh, yeah. I even say he wins it, but like, say that like, his final run before he hangs up those boots, you know? Like show people exactly why he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So I, I think I think they both could have, you know, deserved more, but I think they both have made the most of what they've been given. Um, what was you gonna say, uh JDX with regards wow. to those two? I mean, honestly, uh, I would kind of be just beating a dead horse at this point, but I'll go ahead and speak since I'm caught upon. Um, <laughs> yeah, like like 2004, like 2005, Shoten dude, like fuck, like athleticism. Still to this day, he's still athletic as hell. But like, dude, him and the money in the bank matches every year, he's making legendary moments. You know what I mean? Like just a human highlight reel, so to speak. Um, yeah, my only knock against Sheldon would just be the talking factor. But his wrestling, and he's so aesthetically pleasing to use uh, Malik's, like, term, you know what I mean? Like, that he's legit, you know what I mean? So, like Justic said, like, you can get him a mouthpiece, you know what I mean? So, it's, it's, it's really no excuse. Um, I feel as though, you know, back when he was probably, his best chance probably was, like, that, 04 like through 06 type of run and we all know where those pushes went that went to like um, Orton, Edge, Batista, Cena you know what I mean so there really wasn't I guess much space for him to you know reach the top and then as far as our truth um, like yeah he was taken seriously in uh, TNA like uh, didn't he even he had Adam Pacman Jones with him like that's pretty big you know Um, and first NWA black champion uh, I think the closest he ever really came was like, you know, the little Jimmy shit, like with John Cena, um, mm-hmm. which would have been really cool to just give him, you know, the belt, even if he would have somehow cheated, you know what I mean? To legitimize him, like just let him, I think it was that, it was Capital Punishment. That was the, like the one off pay review WWE did. Mm. I think it was like 2012 or some shit, but like, like you kind of knew Cena was just going to be him, right? But it's like, fuck, like, I don't know, just give it to him just because, like, he's a, at this point, obviously, like a lifer, quote unquote. Um, so I don't know. He could have got like the Kane thing. I feel like where Kane won it for one day, and then lost it the next. Mm. You know what I mean, just to legitimize him even more. You know? And just to so, connect with like the with the Shelton thing, like Shelton Benjamin was what like Kofi is now. Yeah. For the Royal mm. Rumble. Oh yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Literally, yes. 
literally like yeah. he, like he was like the first person I ever seen like run up the ladder. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. do something. You know what I mean? Like fake doot 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 doot. Legendary then, like, shit. There. <laughs> you know, like Shelton was freaking amazing in that in that time frame, bro. Like bro. the springboard, like sweet chain music, like fucking yes. oh, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck. Even though he was taking the move, it's still like a legend. Yeah, like, he like golden. Yeah. freaking awesome if you put him in the ring with him. Hell yeah. So there was one more name that got mentioned. And uh, I want to push it uh, over to you. Just excited. <laughs> Apollo Crews. Some people <laughs> agree with his latest iteration. Some Apollo. people do not. Some people have their opinions. Some people say, you know, the one thing we can't confirm is he does have Nigerian roots. That is that is legitimate. Yeah. However, what is your take? Because you also have Nigerian roots. I, and since we got you on the panel, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I say probably the biggest thing I have to say about that is Commander Aziz. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably the biggest thing I hate about it. You know, like he can, he can say like, "Oh, my Nigeria roots, it makes me strong and athletic, and it's natural, and I'm royalty and all this." But Commander Aziz, bro, throws it all up. Like I feel like in a way, I felt in a way if they would have booked. Commander Aziz, like I would have thought of, that's too much black. Like you can't have somebody who looks like Apollo with Apollo, but just bigger. You know what I mean? Like, like it's too much black, so they had to like make Commander Aziz like, you know, like like wherever he's from, instead of just from Nigerian too, even though he was a part of the Nigerian army. <laughs> you know, like I would have preferred Apollo and Omas. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Facts. For sure. They still couldn't think about it. But they went Apollo and some Arabian dude. Baba Donde. (laughs) Baba Donde is what his name originally was. Baba Donde. Yeah, no, that is what it was. (laughs) Baba Donde. That man used to be an evolved squashing motherfuckers. (laughs) In my opinion, that's just that's just he he's doing he's doing him. I just say my biggest. My biggest dislike of that is Commander Aziz. Because that's still showing in a way, in my in my eyes, I don't know. I'm like I'm like Sherlock Holmes when he was like slowing everything down. He's like, I'm gonna hit him here and this and that here. You know, like I'm super detailed with my thinking. And that's still like me saying, like, okay, he can't do it on his own. Or he can't do it with someone who looks like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he, he has to do it with someone who's a different race, bigger. Yeah. You know, like that's just my thought process. So if that's what I would change, I would have had Omas with Apollo instead of yeah. that whole thing. Shit, you make me want that now. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a petition signed and just keep sending it to WWE, please? Hey, see, you know what I mean? And then Aziz could have been they could have did the same thing with AJ and Aziz. Mm-hmm. And they're both A's in their name, A and A. You know. What Every I mean? time so, I hear Aziz, I I just want to say bless you. <laughs> right. So it's like, <laughs> bless you. Yeah. So I, I I would give it a thumbs up, you know, because I just like 
there being a representative. Mm-hmm. Just like I like Nagano in, in UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he's from where you know I'm from. So like I just say if you're going to go that route, at least go that route all the way. Don't fifty fifty it like okay, it's Apollo but an Arabian corporal. Yeah. It's like the Yokozona. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Yokozona thing. That's a good point. <laughs> or uh, Muhammad Hassan. Yes, yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah. He's He's gonna not, do it. Just do it. He's not. A yeah, give me Apollo Pakistani. and Omas. Yeah, that would be lit. That would be so lit. Um, as we about to wrap it up, I just want to ask one question and. And um, if each of you want to jump in that one, that's cool, or whoever wants to speak. But um, there could be those who listens to this podcast or any of our older podcasts, and they can go, I, I hear what you guys are saying, but I just don't see it in terms of there not being representation in professional wrestling uh, out there. They may they start throwing out names. They say, "Well, what about Jonathan Grisham, who's the ROH Pure Champion? What about Moose, Moose, who's the Impact World Champion? Jay Cargo, isn't she the TBS Women's Champion? Bobby Lashley is your WWE Champion. Carmelo is your NXT um, North American Champion. Mm-hmm. Alex Kane, <laughs> your MLW uh, oh. Openweight Champion." So if they're throwing these names, how do you respond to them and still explain that, yes, but there's still some work to do? That yeah, was the, thing, the same thing is like, it's like, yes, you're saying these names, but there's more McDonald's than the one McDonald's that they're showing you at the, in the commercial. You know what I mean? Like, like there's different promotions besides that. The, every McDonald's isn't the same McDonald's that they're showing you in the commercial. Just like every Big Mac doesn't really look like that. Mm-hmm. It's really messy. It comes in the box and the lettuce is all spread out because it's you know like it wasn't put together. Like that's that's a simplistic way of trying to put like say, well, I have a black friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> For sure. That's what you're trying that's to do. Way to sum that up. Yeah. My neighbor's black. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. I got a black friend down the street that we play golf every Sunday. Right. You know, like, no, you know, there are more black people than your friend. Right. So mm-hmm. right. I feel like it's to them is like, here, aren't y'all happy enough yet? Yeah, that's exactly what I heard. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) It's like, but come on, guys, aren't y'all satisfied yet? Right, that's what goes through my head, man. But then, like, I was even just thinking that, like, when he asked that question, I'm like, damn, like, as he was, as DJ was naming off all them people, I'm like, god damn, like, I didn't realize there was that many black ones. I was like, damn. Oh no, fuck. I didn't even realize that. But see, if you were to if I was to name off all the white champions, we'll be having a long list. I have yeah. two or three pages I would have to go on. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. you listen to all these names, but way more successful white ones. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Motherfuckers yeah. ain't getting no, we not getting no no Roman Reigns type pushes. You feel me? Right. Like they, they tried uh-huh. with Biggie, 
but it was like like uh Malik said I believe it was earlier it was like fan service or maybe it was just six I'm not sure um they said it was more like a fan service type of thing you know what I mean so just trying to make us happy keep us hushed yeah so you're like shut the black people up give them the yeah. chance <laughs> right, right. <laughs> let, let somebody get a Roman Reigns type of here you go niggas Hey, but you know what's real talk though? Real talk, because I'm from Louisiana. They give us scraps off their table, and we went ahead and made a gumbo. And now these motherfuckers want to eat out my pot. Just saying. Exactly. Yeah, I, I do want to throw this in real quick. I know we're short for time. So this past weekend, um, in Florida, uh, JV runs Fighting Evolution Wrestling. Um, struggle. I'm sure Rossi told you about the event she went to this past weekend. Yeah. Um, we it was an all black event with all yeah. black talent, and you know people think like, oh, when all black people are together, you know we're violent or something yes. bad's gonna happen. <laughs> no, I mean we know how we are, but yeah. from the people outside looking in, they're like, damn, you know, they ain't arguing, they ain't killing each other, they ain't shooting, they ain't selling drugs, like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was just like such That's a perfect. fucking. I had to give him credit and his flowers on this because he did such a, a fucking fantastic job on it by bringing a lot of talent out there. You know what I'm saying? So uh, look it out, look out for it. It's a he's actually making this one into, into a documentary, but it's a Fighting Evolution Wrestling. Um, it was a say a lot event, um, one last year, two this year, and hopefully three next year. Oh hell yeah! Jeez. We need more people like that to do stuff like that because it was just a fucking vibe, like. Scorpio was out there. Chris Bay was out there. You know, Mozzie was out there. Uh, Caprice Coleman was out there. Um, <coughs> um, Faye Jackson was out there. Um, a lot of people. You know, I mean, if I, if I sat here and named everybody else, you know, it'd be it'd be a list. Yeah, but it was. Hmm? Yeah, it was basically it was basically the cookout, bro. Like that's all it was. You know what I'm saying? And we just. <laughs> It was just a whole vibe, dog. And we see nobody was really on their phones. Everybody yes, was just vibing out talking. <laughs> I love you know what I'm saying? So, I can't look. stand when you're in a group of people and like everybody on their phone, like, Do like this. About, like, let me tell me something about you. What's your story? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Everybody just vibed out, you know what I'm saying? So I had to I had to plug that in real quick for them and just for us as a community, you know, because well, like I said, it's, it was like Ultimately, I, I and that's good to hear. I, I often say that you know maybe that's how we should be looking instead of how how instead of trying to advance in their world. Why don't we just create? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> DJ, that's the answer to your question. Actually, did you say what would it take? What would they have to lose for for them to realize like holy shit? It's for a black part. talent to be like, hey, you know, we can start our own shit. We gone from y'all. Yeah. We'll holler at y'all, you know what I'm saying? Almost like the TikTok yeah. thing when all the black creators were like put on strikes and man, fuck that. And then you saw all the other people making mm-hmm. the same TikToks over and over because they had no new content. Right. Same thing. If we take our shit and do our own shit, mm-hmm. every, we kill everything else around us. Right. Yeah. Real talk. And they in our business. Like, what's going yeah. on with us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we get a booking, please? Can we get a booking, please? <laughs> yeah, facts. They'll be knocking at our doors. Right. Who yep. wants to send my information to? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, who, who, who I get, who I tap in with. You know well, they're trying to use our vernacular as well to try to get in. Uh, oh, of course, <laughs> absolutely. They can do, they can do everything they want, but you are not allowed to make potato salad and bring it to the cookout. You are just not allowed. Not don't allowed do at all. Don't, don't do it. it. 
Don't do it. Don't even look in our direction. But I got black friends. Nah, 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 nah. Don't qualify you to make no potato salad. <laughs> you make Listen, salad. Y'all. That's all you make. You make the regular salad. Like all you're charged of is a salad. <laughs> the regular salad, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed our our talk and conversation. Appreciate uh, all of you for for coming on and um and um I think this is going queen, to though. be. You still got the queen. What? What about me? You 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 didn't say your final words. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah oh, we, I was just, we, I was just trying. You can't forget about the queen. I'm sorry, Impact. But we, 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 I fine. mean, you you're the only person that didn't answer the question. I forgot the question. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I took an edible, so I'm like, <laughs> hey. you the queen, okay. so you can do whatever yeah. you want. We, we good with it. Yes, Simon, mind your business. <laughs> hey, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna let you guys pretty much, like I say, get your final thoughts. Shout out, you want to plug any uh, your social media or dates, feel free to do that. But, um, again, I just think conversation like this is, is good to have. We should, um, this is our first time as Vegas Bad Boys doing this. We're hoping that we can continue this conversation even outside of uh, black history. We're gonna try to figure out how to, you know tighten it up and, and get it to a point where it's just, um, you know, it's, it's just right that we could just continue to have this platform because it's something that needs to be talked about. Um, it's our experiences, so it should be taken seriously. And, um, you know, and I think this is that type of thoughtful conversation that is needed and especially in pro wrestling, you know, I, I the same thing that I see as a fan, you know, you guys see as workers in the actual industry. So there's a, there's a lot there, you know, and there's a lot of changes that we see that uh, need to happen. And hopefully it will, you know, I know a lot of times they say change starts with us. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that's something we have to uh, look into and see how we can start doing that within ourselves. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but the bottom line is we got to definitely make that change. Um, so with that, final words and thoughts. I'll start going on the circle on my screen, and that will be you first, Just X. Let us know, man, what you got coming on or anything, and um, let everybody know. All right, so you guys can follow me at my new Twitter, the DA Living Feeling, you know, because I'm just exciting. So the living feeling, I'm living, I'm alive. Um, shoot, uh, Instagram, just exciting wrestling. I also have another one. I am just exciting. Man, I'm all over the place. Um, just wrestle TJ Perkins that Sunday. Go check out that match on YouTube. Just exciting versus TJ Perkins. Um, shoot, uh, book me, book me, book me, book me, book me. Just exciting wrestling, <laughs> wrestling at gmail.com. Holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, Malik. Boom, so we got the integrator, Malik Bosidi. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter, MB Integrator. On Facebook, Malik Bosidi. I um, also have my own company, Bout My LLC. Check out the merch. It's Bout My LLC on Twitter and Instagram as well. And I am part of Culture Inc. So you can check out our stuff on YouTube, Culture Inc., Two Eyes on the Ink. 
this weekend. We are defending our reality wrestling titles on Saturday in Houston, Texas. And then we fly over to Greensboro to continue on with our new Jack Memorial uh, Tag Team Cup oh, yeah. at uh, Firestar Pro Wrestling. Awesome. Thank you much. Uh, JDX. Um, so you guys can find me on Instagram at the dot official dot JDX. Um, on YouTube, you can find me at, um, I believe it's official JDX. Um, on Twitter, you can find me at official JDX. Um, this weekend, I have Black Wrestlers Matter uh, 3 coming up uh, hey. St. Louis. Word. Yeah, that should be that should be uh that should be a good one. I got Fred Yeah hi. I'm looking forward to that one. Oh um, yeah. Like that's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm gonna have to step my game up for that one, but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get through it. <laughs> um and then on Sunday I in Ohio I got uh Trey Lamar for the first time for the Ohio Wrestling Alliance Championship. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. And then as far as bookings, man, I'm uh I'm open right now. I had uh, one of my main promotions. Um, they're going through some management changes in uh, WrestleMax. So um, a lot of my Saturdays, Fridays, just weekends in general, I have a passport. Um, so I'm ready, man. And I want to say, like, um, like here I'm based in Atlanta, but I feel as though, like, there is a quota, like, as far as, like, black wrestlers and shit. Like, there's some really talented black wrestlers here, like um, mm-hmm. like the AC Max of the world, the Owen. Owen Nice, the Carly Bravos, Darian Banks's. I feel like they're just like, oh shit, we got enough black wrestlers uh, now. Like, let's break that that fucking mold, please. Yeah. Um, of like, you know, filling a quota. The Joe Blacks too of the world, um, and uh, the David Ali's. Like, it's plenty of talented black wrestlers, but let's cut out that that quota. You know what I mean? Because like, if you're talented, you're talented. Like. As we say, you know, get off that shit, basically. Just, right. Just drop that. Just I, I don't know. So, no, I feel you, man. Thank you much. We have to go with the best before we leave out of here, and that's Queen Strella. Oh, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my social media is I am the that's T H E E Strella on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Estrella Hansley on Facebook, but don't add me if you're weak because I'll be posting. Yeah, be posting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got next weekend. I just came back. So next weekend, my first match back will be against D-Rogue at the Level Up Expo. And I also have a big boss battle with Kent Kang and JDX and all those big boys. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, March 5th, I'm going to be wrestling in California for a Black-owned promotion called uh, Compton Mania. And I am am taking bookings. WrestleMania weekend (laughs) for the culture. Right. 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 AJ Green. And uh, the only thing that I want to close out and say um, I know that a lot, like in these times that we're living in right now, like we don't hear it a lot, but always try to spread positivity and spread love because that's the, those are the two things that are going to bring everyone together and save the world. I'm sorry, be all hippie on y'all, but that's just who I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we needed to hear that. Some people need to hear that. Maybe yeah. I'm, I'm... And if nobody told y'all, I love you. So, yeah. 
<laughs> no doubt. Um, Simon, did you want to say any last words, man? Well, ordinarily, I'm the hippie of the Bears bad boys, and I'm always sending out that positivity. So, be the fact the queen said it. I'm, <laughs> she didn't already said everything I was going to say. But uh, at the end of the day, I appreciate every one of y'all panel panelists for coming on, taking your time to hang out with us. I appreciate what you do. And I'm always advocating for the wrestler because I come into contact with a lot of people that have their misconceptions about what it means to be in this industry. And I tell them, you have no idea what is sacrificed to entertain you. You have no idea how much they start from the bottom and how much they grinding just for their own dream. So don't ever take that for granted. And, uh, you know, for every people that's watching this right now, look these people up on their social media and go check them out. Go buy their merch if they got merch, because that's where it first starts. So it's all for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you, fellas, for having us. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. No doubt. All right, I'm gonna play this outro, but everybody hang on. Don't don't disconnect yet. Wanna tell you something first when we (laughs) before we get out of here, all right? So with that, everyone else, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.